Come on, man. That's a whole zebra. In the alligator's mouth? Yeah. Damn. And just the mouth is popping out of its mouth. Come on, dog. Bro. And his mouth is like... Are you, are you recording this? Yeah, absolutely. Man, you guys got to go follow Nature is Metal underscore. The most savage... There's so much blood. What is that? Hyena? Hyena. What is it called? Nature is metal? Nature is metal underscore. Bro. Come on. You follow so many animal things. Dude, I love love nature. Were you the one that sent me? Or no, it was my brother. (laughs) There was this kid in his yard. He's like a hillbilly. In his yard with an amp. An electric guitar, and he was just killing it. He was just rocking out. And it said, there was a big sign next to him on cardboard. It says, free metal. <laughs> and he was just, wow. It was on like, that's hella funny. Some Instagram, like, yo, that, oh. It was, yeah, it was a video of some, like, on, like, Barstool Sports or some shit like that. I thought you were by. Okay. No, bro. I miss, oh, if he saw that in real life. Yeah, I was going to say, that's instant virality. Go look at that shit. Come on, man. That's a whole zebra. In the alligator's mouth? Yeah. Damn. And just the mouth is popping out of its mouth. Come on, dog. Bro. And his mouth is like... Are you, are you recording this? Yeah, absolutely. Man, you guys got to go follow Nature is Metal underscore. The most savage... Nature is Nature metal. picks like of this... I feel like Joe Rogan posts that stuff a lot, worked. too. Oh, my God. Not a whole lot of videos, though. But some of them. Nature is metal. Nature is Damn, metal. they got a hundred and... hundred thousand followers. Yeah, they're killing Come on, me. man. Oh, you a see that? bears fighting and then the... the uh, it got clawed. Ooh. Ooh, damn. Yeah. Dude, there's one of the, the zebra about to get eaten. Yeah, and then you wild. see it with it in his mouth. You know what always blows my mind is when you see... Damn, is this like a... Oh, yeah, see, Joe Rogan follows this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that is... Dude, everybody should follow this What is this going shit. on right there? That dog is just that wolf is just super like. Are they? Are they? Is this sexual? Or are they eating? Kill? Yeah, then it looks like it's just. They're just fighting. He's so kill. excited he's got food that he just wants to hunt. You know what always blows Sometimes my mind I feel is that same way is when <laughs> I eat a, I eat a great meal and I just want to have sex. Uh, damn, the snake ate another snake. Yeah, man. See that shit, but it always oh. blows my mind when you see a python and you see the full fucking. So imagine that body just, inside of that. Yeah, just imagine that you see that, or just any of these. Like you're witness to these. Just. Yeah. So nature is amazing, man. I think that's like it, you know what? Like going back to the previous Q and A. If I had a if I had a hobby, if I could create a hobby, it might be something like taking pictures of animals killing each other or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it would be something nature like. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like. If you really like, that's why I love. Um, I mean, shit. That one night you came over, you and Steph came over. We were cooking dinner. We watched like eight episodes of The Hunt. Man, that's which is my like house, man. That's Planet every day. Earth. That shit is crazy. Day. Yeah. No. Oh. Yes. Watch this. Watch this one. This is crazy. It's an owl. Comes in, sees the thing on the the little mouse. What? Didn't even see it coming. Oh yeah. All white. Done. White owl in the yeah, snow. Yeah, that's dinner right. The snatch. Sna- owls, are, uh, owls are sly too, man. Yeah. 
All right, so we got another Q and A today. Oh yeah, I forgot. Besides the animal ranting, so if, if you guys didn't know, Theo is a huge animal fan, um, and now I can see why you would want to like start hunting. Come on, what's going on there? There's a, it's a dead, it's a dead. Uh, what is that? A sea lion or a or a walrus? I think it's a, yeah, it's a sea lion, and that that bird's entire head is in its eye socket. <laughs> Looks hella nasty, bro. bro. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. That's just crazy. (laughs) I love nature. So we're going to go into this Q&A from the Mind vs. Muscle team page. So once again, if you guys are not in the team page, jump in there. There's a link in the the description. You can – in the show notes, you can click it. You can ask us to be inside and we might approve you depending on how cool your default picture is. And once you are in there, you get a lot of free extra content and help and guidance along the way. So we're going to answer this first question from the group. It is from Susan – Cardenas. 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 I saw it tilde, so I was like, over the A, you know, I'm thinking it's some kind of Spanish name. What is your favorite childhood memory? Right, so we're getting personal right off the bat. Man, favorite childhood memory. Bro, my mom just sent me a video yesterday of me and my brother filming an action movie. It was dope. That's savage. It was I've funny. always wanted to do that. It was funny because, like, we had our, like, characters, and I yeah. was like... <laughs> it's so funny how you're like pick your own superpowers when you're a kid. My brother was in he was I actually you know what now that I think about it, he was he must have been Captain under Captain Underpants because he was literally in boxers and he had a blanket tied around his like chest. Wow! I was like I had a visor on like backwards and tilted up you know and like these headphones you and, would and I was like a DJ or something because I was like. I said something uh, like he came to attack me and I pulled off my headphones and my mom pushed play. She was the one video ca- camera in it. And you could hear the music playing hell loud. And then my brother was like, ah, like it was too, so funny. And then he started kicking me. We're just like fighting. And I showed Shannon. She's like, I'm so glad we're having a girl. Wow. It's hella funny. Um, anyway, that's not my favorite childhood memory because I don't even remember it until I saw this video, which okay. was fucking hilarious. My favorite childhood memory. Um, I don't think I have, like, one specific one, man. I think, like, for me, to be honest with you, for me, skateboarding is going to be my my favorite childhood memory because, like, when my parents split up, it was, like, mom's at work and me and my brother just skateboarded, so it was, like, freedom, right? Like, we would essentially just be roaming around town, which you can't really do as a little kid nowadays, but skateboarding was, like, a, a... like an outlet to just do whatever. So I have so many good memories of like all my friends just meeting up in the middle of town and skateboarding. Right. That like that's got to be my favorite memory, without a doubt. Because there's so many of them. Man, mine's definitely sports related, but I mean, I just have so many. That was just like such a fun time for me to just go out and and play soccer and, and yeah. basketball and stuff like that. Man, it was just it was it was a lot of fun. Even like practices. Like some kids didn't like practice, but I fucking love practice. You yeah. Know I mean? Like that was I hated school. So yeah. You know I mean, anything. just that that contrast. Yeah. I just you know went out hooped or played soccer and it was super fun to me. Um, it's but actually, I mean, I do have a, a specific memory. Actually, I told this at uh, we had a Vigor Ground team dinner. That's um, your favorite childhood memory, dude. It, it it was so fucking funny. Like for me one? to like look look back on it now, like at the time, yeah. it wasn't very funny, yeah. right, to me. Yeah. But now, like looking back on it, it's just so fucking hilarious because I could totally see myself leaving class. So the story is, I was in class and I, I forget I was in either like second or third grade, and uh, I had like tried to like squeeze out a fart and a little shit came out, so I sharted, right. 
And I was like, oh my God, right? Like, what am I going to do? Like, it has to fucking stink. Like, I, I just walked up out of class and we were like busy doing like assignments, right? And uh, uh, I just got up and walked to the bathroom. And that was, what, I mean, you know what I mean? Like our teacher wanted us to raise our hand and yeah. then be excused to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so we there. weren't supposed to just get up and go. Right. But I did. And uh, he didn't say anything. So I go to the bathroom and uh, I take off my drawers because I, I actually, I confirmed that I did shit my pants. <laughs> so I ended up just taking off my drawers and then put my pants back on. Um, I actually think I was wearing shorts at the time. And I walked outside and I just threw my fucking underwear over the, uh, over the fence, right? So where, uh, where we went out to recess and then there was, uh, there was a fence that separated school property and then somebody else's house, right? And there was just like sticker bushes back there. But no, it was just a single house, um, on this, uh, uh, on this little piece of land. And I just threw the fucking, threw my drawers into some sticker bushes and then walked back. And it was like. It was like my my classroom, right? If you were paying attention, you would have saw me walk out there, and like I could, you could see, right? I could windows, see my yeah. class. There's yeah. fucking windows, right? And it's like it's huge, right? There's like an 18 foot right. wall of windows, like that's all it was, and uh, yeah, like everybody could probably see me just throw my drawers back there, but you know, it was the reason I like this story is because you went back to class. No underwear, yeah, and just no, went the just whole day. Balled it. Yeah, cool. I didn't say anything to anybody, and actually, so after we got dismissed for recess, my teacher comes up to me and he's like, "He was like, is everything okay? Like, I saw you, you know, leave class, and I was like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went the rest of the school day, just no draws. That's on. crazy. Threw my shitty draws over the fence. So you started getting my mind turned now i do have two two of my favorite memories uh, again with my brother the first one i might have told this is the story i told at my brother's wedding because i was the best man was uh there was that bully that lived down the street that was throwing ice cubes at me and we were skateboarding on this little skate ramp and my brother came out of nowhere he wasn't even out there he came running off the skateboard jam and kicked the kid in the face because he was into taekwondo okay, like yeah, super tough this, yeah. the kid started crying and ran home and then he told me to sh- he like literally just looked at me he was like shut up and just walked off because i was like thanks video your brother just thought he yeah. was a super savage right and then even shut like shut up cody exactly nobody fucks with <laughs> come save your life <laughs> nobody fucks with his little brother but him man yeah, so that was Power Ranger. that was a great story um and then my other childhood memory was one time me and my brother snuck out after dinner it wasn't like super super late but like late enough to where we weren't supposed to be out playing around and we uh took the hose as far as we could because we lived on this big hill it was in the winter and we just turned the hose on and left it on the sidewalk and we froze the sidewalk so in the morning we had like a like a legit like ski slope looking thing like we just got sleds and like skateboards without trucks or like everything we were just sliding down the hill but we got in hella trouble we got grounded for that because people got hurt and stuff and my mom's gonna hear this and, and email me. Work. <laughs> email you. That's what she does, bro. She listens. And she she emails you. Me. She emails me That's all the time. Hilarious. She'll email me like, "How's Shannon doing?" Blah blah blah. Like, bro. Speaking of which, this is crazy. Like, I, and I think this happened with. I think this happens with every pregnant woman. So I went out of town. I went to L.A. and I come home and I swear it went from like she had like a little little cute bump to being like, "Damn, it's there!" Like popping out. And of course, I was like. Yo, your belly got hella big, and that's not the right thing Ooh, to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not too smart, bro. Not at not all. Not too smart. But she took it well. But it just, it, it like, it's crazy how once you hit a certain point, it really does just grow. Yeah. And yeah, because, like, true. but even at the, so if anybody doesn't know, I'm having a girl, which is really, really exciting. Um, shocked the whole family. 
but everybody's really excited. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I couldn't believe it, but it's going to be good. Spoiled. Yeah, no kidding. Now, now that I think about it, man, I just feel like I'm going to have all girls for some really? reason. Yeah. I, I want a boy next. Really I bad. hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong, man. Yeah, that'd be rough. Because as much as I joke around and say that we're going to keep going until we get a boy, I think I can only handle so many. <laughs> Dude, yeah, when you I tell mean, me that, I'm like, boy, you're tripping. Woo, I'm thinking rough. one. But it's so much fun, though, at I'm the same time. One. All right, she's got another question. Another personal one. So these last two podcasts are no fitness, <laughs> by the yeah, way. Yeah, you guys are just listening to us about our memories. Yeah. And who no, we can kick it with. no, we got some fitness shit coming. It's Tell us about an shit. awesome, vivid dream you've had. So you know I got a gang of them, but... <sighs> An awesome I got a few, dream. so I'll start. I feel like you're always dying in your dreams, though, so that's not awesome. No, I, I, I always wake up before I die. The, the fucked up ones... <laughs> that's I'll, the awesome part. Yeah. <laughs> the fucked up part is, like, I'll go back to sleep and it starts right over. It's like, yeah, I wake I up mean, and I he's, like, staring. Y'all, yeah. dude, I've had that happen plenty of times. But I, I have... I don't know what it is. It's funny, because I was talking to... Uh, I was talking to Kaiser about this the other day, and she was like, "You need to start like a like a thing on your Instagram story where you talk about your dreams because I've had a couple things that have come true, which is really trippy. Mm-hmm. So, or not, or just related to real time. So, the first one that came true was the one I I told you about where somebody told us that we we're gonna have a baby and we we're gonna have a little girl, and then the lion carried us out of this fucking yeah. fired like building that was burned down, which was weird. But then a week later, we found out Shannon was pregnant. Turns out it's a girl, which is fucking nuts. But the fucking lion. I don't see no lion, dude. I know. So the lion's got to represent. I got to look that up because the lion's got to represent something. Or it could represent a lion. Some shit could go down, dude. So another one. This is this is weird. So I had a dream that I had a conversation with one of my exes. But it was like a really civil, cool. Like we ran into each other at the store. I think it was at the mall. And she's having a baby. And so we just talked about we're both having a baby. And then, and then I woke up and I was like, that's fucking weird. My mom calls me the next day and says she got invited to her baby shower. And I was like, that's weird. And then the lion goes and eats that bitch. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, savage was that no. dream be? So, so I, had, <laughs> uh, I hope she don't uh, listen to this. So I, I had a couple of dreams last week that were pretty vivid too. I had my first one was uh, the the world's biggest backyard football game, and it was sick. And there was it was like this big like street, but we were all playing the street, and we legit had a full football team. Like so, it was like a big game of like flag football with all the homies. And uh, I was, and this is how I know it was a dream. <laughs> I was killing it, and I was. It, you remember Nelly in uh, Longest Yard? How he is just like yeah. cutting everybody up. Yeah, no I was doing on. that, and it was like slow mo. Yeah. So I had it was a long game too, and I was just killing Speaking it. Speaking of Nelly, man, did you hear what happened yeah. to that motherfucker? I feel bad for I him. I don't man. know if it's. I, it's not no, true. I, no, I don't Bro, know. If it's so true. apparently, it happened at like let's say I think it was like one thirty a.m. Yeah. It was on TMZ by three. Right. So this chick already had. Yeah. Then on speed people. dial, yeah. ready to go. Come like, on, no, man. she set him up. Yeah. She set him up. Looking for some dough. I had another dream the other day that I was a stand-up comedian. And, I, again, I was killing it. And it, everybody was laughing. It was sick, bro. And it, you know what it made me think, though? It was like, that has got to be such an amazing feeling to oh, be on stage sure, and have people sure. cracking up. Because I felt so good when I woke up. I woke up smiling. Oh, man, I'm hella funny. Shannon's <laughs> like... The fuck is up with you? And I was like, I had the best dream ever. Like it was so great. I was like, I was stand up comedian. Everybody was dying. Everybody was laughing. And she just was like, huh? Just got up. I was like, it's fucked up. Yeah. Wake up. She don't. Even, <laughs> she don't so even you think I'm funny. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I have a lot. I'm known for just having crazy vivid dreams. Um. So I have them all the fucking what time. What was the question? Tell us about an awesome vivid dream you oh, had. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Do you remember any of your dreams? Man, I don't really. Uh... 
none of my dreams are like super like in depth or anything like that. I mean, I, there's been like some crazy dreams, but I couldn't tell you. I'm not, I don't want to make up a story. So right. I'll go again. Yeah. I had a crazy dream last night. Actually, it's funny because me, <laughs> this is a, I love this question because this is a very common conversation that me and Shannon have because I just like, I'm like, yo, I'm going to tell you about my dream now because I feel like if I tell somebody right away, I'll, I actually will remember it long term. I had a dream about Kobe Bryant last night and he wanted to get below 10% body fat and I ran into him in Whole Foods and we sat on this bench and he broke down like what he wanted me to do and I was going to coach him and everything. It was the sick. Mamba. The mamba himself. He's like, I'm retired. I'm retired. I want to be ripped. I want to be sub 10% body fat. He told me that he was skinny fat now that he stopped playing. <laughs> I literally remember that. And then we started breaking things down and then I woke up. He still stays super active. Does he? I have yeah, no, I would soccer. Like I would not even know. Yeah. I haven't even seen a picture Man. of him in forever. It was just a Kobe, weird dream. One of the greatest to ever do it. Actually, I can't believe that I that I didn't say Michael Jordan for my. Uh, oh yeah, shit! I'm surprised you didn't either. Man, so he would he would be my other instead of who? Uh, Joe Rogan. <sighs> Who'd I say? I said Heath Ledger, Joe Rogan, and Dave Chappelle. You're not taking out yeah, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, no, I'd have to see. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Sorry, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Christina Funmi. Funmi? Funmi. Funmi or Funmi? Reminds me of Austin Powers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Fuck me. <laughs> there you go. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. That was uh, a great movie. Tell us two exercises you absolutely hate, if there are any. Two exercises I absolutely hate. Uh, burpees, even though I do them sometimes. I hate uh, the assault bike, man. I fucking hate the assault bike. That shit pushes me harder than anything. And when you actually have a coach sitting there telling you to go and go and go, like, dude. Because yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people use Airdyne or assault bikes and they don't actually get after it. If you really oh, they get after man. it... I hate they don't. anything no over what you fucking tell them. anything over fifteen <laughs> seconds. I hate the assault yeah. bike. As soon as you pass fifteen seconds, I fucking. I hate got it. I got some clients who, uh, if you held a gun to their head, they'd still. You know what I mean, they don't get the concept. Fuck it, shoot me. Yeah, they do like, not get yeah, the concept. I'm not going hard on this. You thing. know what it is? It's because it's uncomfortable, and I think there's like a fine balance between. I hear this a lot from a lot of smart people in the industry um, lately about like. People train too hard, too intense, too often. They need to do less volume, less intensity. And I agree with that. But I I feel like the issue is there's a lot of people, and this isn't everybody, so I'm not taking shots at anybody, but I hear a lot of people saying that who don't actually coach anybody. You know what I mean? They're out of the coaching realm. So what they see is people who are Instagram famous or or famous in the industry and, and... or themselves. Mm-hmm. And they did that because they're the one percenter. That's what, like, any coach themselves is the one percenter because right. we're doing something that most people don't love to do, which is train. So I think the issue with that is, is like, a lot of people do need to train less or a little bit less intense less often, but a lot of people need to go harder because they're not pushing themselves enough when they're in the gym. It's crazy that we would be considered the one percenters, right? When you think about, like, how, how the human body is should be, yeah, and like dude. how you should be moving. It's like, that's crazy. crazy. Isn't that unfortunate? That fucking sucks. Well, I went to that uh, that mind pump. Um, I don't even know mind what it pump was. Seminar thing. Yeah. Studios. They have a dope studio, but it was like a it was like a seminar thing, right? They gave you yeah. every, all the attendees a shirt, and it was like said on the back it had a big quote from Socrates, and it was like you've probably heard the quotes like no man should uh, fuck. What is it? I'm going to look this up because it's a fucking great quote. It's actually on my bio of my website, so I should probably, <laughs> I should probably know. 
Wow. No man. You just exposed yourself. You're such, you're such a fraud. I just yeah, didn't know yeah. it word for word, man. <laughs> no man has the right to be an amateur in the matter of his physical training. It is a shame for a man to grow old oh, without yeah. seeing the beauty and strength of, uh, of which his body is capable. That's honestly, and this sounds fucking cheesy, but that's exactly why I love CrossFit. Yeah. It's because I thought about it and I was like, sometimes I look at the programming and I was like, this is dumb. But then I think about it and I'm like, it's pushing every realm of my physical being, like endurance, strength, um, hypertrophy, uh, mobility, you know what I mean? Gymnastics, like that's why I love it. Um, but again, like, I mean, and, and it's going to help when you start doing my programming because I haven't been, I've been sloughing on that part. But, um, and I just, I, I think there's something about doing your own program. It's yeah. just not smart. But just doing it two, three times a week is plenty for me. I'm not overdoing it, but that's like the same reason it pushes my capability. But I, I love that. Fuck. But the shirt was dope because it had that big quote on the back. Yeah. But I think for me, man, I just want to, like, I just want to be out doing, like, I just want to be out doing stuff more. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, I want to get into, like, martial arts and, and stuff like that. But, like, um, you know, again, just, like, doing shit at the, whether it's at the beach or fucking, you know, going on a hike or, you know, whatever, man. Just being out and, like, doing things and experience, like, you know what I mean? Like, Pushing your comfort zone yeah. outside of outside the gym. Yeah, um, I agree. But I, I agree. Like having somebody else do your programming is super powerful, man. Like, cause I, I think about you know when I was getting, you know, the best results is that's when it was. You know, like even as much as we think about programming, and yeah, we could write ourselves up a, a, a great program that that might yield results. Like, um, you're less. I mean, for one, you're less likely to stick to it yeah. long enough for your body to adapt and see results from, yeah. right? Because we study and learn so many different things that we're testing new things, and we, after a week or two, we're trying something different, right. we're switching this, and it's just it's not long enough to really see the like. You need at least three to four weeks of something to really see the benefit of adaptation. Yeah. So, and and sometimes I just don't even want to think about it. You yeah, know? That's man. The other thing, like 100%. I program all day, every day. So. Yep. Um, you know, to to do my own, it's just one more thing that I have to do. So. You know what, too is like the, like that because I 100 percent agree with that. Like what I find too is like I'll go to write a program and I'll be like, man, I really want to like just crazy thick upper back, yeah. right? Like I'll, so like and I'm and I'm thinking about it, I'm like I already do band pull parts ten every to one day. ratio, Bro, back to the rest the, of your body. That's the issue, yeah. right? Like you, I mean, if there's one body part you should do more of, it's that. But I do so much band pull parts, farmers carries, posterior flies, yeah. and I'm like, okay, do I really need a, a specialty program on upper back? Like my upper back's fine. A lot of people do though. Like I've been, I, I program so much upper back in a lot of people's programs. So do I, man. And, you know, I mean, it's it's been a game, but like, yeah, I mean, I think that's what's saving me my shoulders during CrossFit, bro. Yeah, I never have any sure, issues. For sure. Yeah. But it's also because I don't go in the gym the next day and do a bunch of flies yeah. and presses. So, anyway, two, uh, two exercises you absolutely hate. Burpees was one. Burpees. Long distance prowlers. Oof. Not a yeah. fan. Yeah. That shit just, oh, God. It's, yeah. But I love, I love the prowler in short bursts. Yeah. Right? Like, I'll throw the, you know, 45s on there and I'll 20 just do 20, less, 25 yeah. yard sprints. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, you know, and take and then take a break, and then if I do that, even if it's a short break, like if I take anywhere from like 20, 20 maybe thirty seconds, I I enjoy it more than I would just a, a straight. You're, you know, like yeah, a, you're staying under that ten yeah, second I'm very, mark. Yeah, I'm very short burst. Yeah, like I love that shit. But anything, and that's you know, all I mean, like ATP, right? Like yeah. that taps out at like what seven, eight seconds. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I, you know what? I don't really hate burpees that much. Surprisingly, I would say. Definitely um, assault bike after 15 seconds and fucking 
I don't know, man. I've been feeling the assault bike lately. I've been doing like 20 seconds, um, 20 seconds like as fast as I can, get off, right? And then I'll just do like a, a bear crawl or something like that. Yeah. Like pull through afterwards. That shit is savage. I love that. You know, I'm going to say kettlebell swings. Oh, yeah. You I'm not a swings. fan, man. You don't like hip thrusts either. I don't like hip thrusts either, Crazy. man. I think, uh, like, here's the thing is kettlebell swings and hip thrusts are extremely beneficial. So they're always in my program and they're always in everybody. Not not kettlebell swings, but hip thrusts or some variation. I just, I don't know. Like, it, it's that it's that comfort thing, right? Like, it's the same reason I do a salt bike every week. I fucking hate it. But same thing with kettlebell swings. I'm just not a huge fan. See, I like those exercises because it, like, one, it sends, like, a lot of blood to your glutes, right? Which is the biggest muscle in your body. Right. So, like, when I think about, when I think about that and I think about, you know what I mean, like, what's like what exactly is happening like man like you know what i mean like it especially like that chemical re- release that you get from training right. something explosive like a kettlebell swing yeah um to where you're targeting the biggest muscles that your body has and you're doing it with with power right yeah. so to me i'm like man like i love that exercise that that's one thing about the assault bike too is like afterwards you feel good you know what i mean but um the pump in your quads makes everything you're about to do afterwards mm-hmm. so fucked up so if you had to, let's, I'm just gonna put a spin on this. If you had to do two exercises you absolutely love, the two, your two. Now it's favorite. now it's changed to uh, not like what you think you should do forever because yeah, yeah. it's beneficial, but what you actually enjoy doing. Um, I mean, I did really enjoy barbell bench pressing, but I enjoy dumbbells more now, mm-hmm. um, just because of the way I feel, the way my shoulders feel, um, and then deadlifts, and I'm gonna say specifically block pulls. Because I can lift a lot of weight, but I don't have to do as much right. range of motion, and I can get into a better position. I'm going to say barbell overhead press. I've really been liking this strict press, and uh, I feel like that's a really functional press. Like a, You know what I mean? But uh, that in uh, dumbbell posterior flies for like super high reps. <laughs> I don't know why. You've been doing that for like four years. <laughs> I know. <They> never <laughs> get old, day. bro. That and curls. I can do any any variation of it. Chest supported, bent You're, over. Yeah. 20, 25 reps. Like, I love that. I love the feeling of my upper back being, like, pumped. I don't know why. Like, it feels good. And then, it, I mean, obviously, it keeps you safe. I do push-ups and I get that feeling. So, for me, it's like... Yeah. I do, too. Is... I do, too. Alfredo Lemore. I think this guy's from France. Or I'm just being a dickhead. The best fitness certification to get when you want to become a trainer, if you want to become a trainer. Uh, so this kind of goes into what I said earlier about it. Kind of just depends on what I think your that niche was the last is or podcast. what your interests. Yeah, yeah. So um, I not know, but I don't think it matters. To be honest with you, if you're trying to become a trainer, I don't think it matters if you get NASM. If oh, you get, okay, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I don't so, think it matters if you get NASM, if you yeah. get uh, ISSA. Like, yep. I think you need to get whatever you can afford and whatever can get you the certification as quickly as possible so you can legally be uh, safe. And then I would start studying and going to workshops that actually do that's justice. If that's if you're a business owner, right? If you're talking about legalities. Um, right. If you're a business owner, it makes sense. If you, but even like if you have, because I know like a lot of business owners will force their trainers to do it because they want to cover their ass. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I think like, right. and that and it's important as well. But it doesn't matter, man. Fitness certifications at the beginning are are. I would say something that's hands on. That's like, 
uh, it, it maybe even if it's not nationally recognized, but something where like a strong first or right, um, you know, some of the on it certification, even like, like TFW to yeah. show you like because that like I will say everybody should do at least once to like remind you about how to like be a powerful coach yeah. and be excited and fired up. But I think like all the certificates aren't really like trainer certificates. No, it's like a branch sure. off, yeah. right? Like so. Yeah, so, like, if you asked me, like, after the ISSA and shit, it would be Precision Nutrition. Yeah. Level 1, Level 2, it'd be this uh, IN one from Jason Phillips that I'm doing that's, like, a performance nutrition workshop. Like, but that's my thing, right? So I think that there's a lot of good ones out there. But at the beginning, I don't think it matters, man. I think they put a too big of a high horse on it. Like, it, it's just not – I haven't – fuck, I don't even know if mine's active anymore because I haven't renewed it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't ISSA? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think you had to renew it. Oh, uh, maybe you don't. If you don't, then I'm yeah, good. I but. think NSCA is every two years okay. or every four years, something like that. CSCS, I think, is maybe every one. CSCS, I know, is like more. But you also need a, a four-year degree. A bachelor degree, yeah. 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 All right, so Michael Williams, the future of personal fitness training as a career. Hmm. I definitely see more and more uh, small, like private facilities going up. Um, and a lot of them are involving, uh, martial arts of some sort, or even like boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think online coaching is gonna, is gonna really kind of just, I mean, it, it's gonna Sweet. go up a lot. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not entirely confident that it's going to happen or it's going to be the face of the industry. Um, for a long time to come. Yeah. Um, I think that everything that we tend to do is, is on our phones and stuff like that, but gyms are going to get apps. They're going to be able to keep up, but you can never break that face-to-face. I think, yeah, I think I think the online space is actually going to be um, more automated. I think that's what's going to blow up. Like, I don't... I think online coaching is a lot harder than people think it is to be successful sure, and yeah. to actually maintain a business on. So I think that we're going to continue to see people claiming they're online coaches. It's just not going to last. So I think there's still going to be... There's obviously going to be great online coaches because a lot of people don't need face-to-face attention. They need programming, accountability, right. and actual expert guidance. So I think it's always going to be there. But I see the the big boom of fitness being automated where these apps – and even like you said, gyms are creating apps yep. to where it's like everything is done for you and you don't even need a coach because it's just an app telling you what to do because everything is super convenient and just done, yep. like done for you. I also see – I see either – I think group training is going to grow more because people love the atmosphere and that's exactly why CrossFit and is growing big. Yeah. 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 I see that continuing to grow and actually I feel like it grew really big and then it kind of slowed down in like semi-private small group stuff and I feel like the big group is going to overcome it again and I think that and like one-on-one is going to come back like really heavy. For sure. More like rather than semi-private, like actual private, like high level, high pay, like. Well, I think, you know, people are, you, you guys got to realize, right, especially, you know, uh, personal trainers or if you're in the fitness industry, um, uh, strength coach, whatever you want to call yourself. There's a lot of people who really don't believe in how much they can make, right? And that's why, like the the national average of uh, a personal trainer is like thirty thousand dollars, yeah. right? And it might be even less than that. Um, it could even be more. Whether it's more or less, right? It doesn't really matter. It's it's not that much money, right? Yeah. Depending on where you live, especially if you live in Seattle or New York or L.A. You ain't getting shit, yeah. right, for that, for that kind of money. So 
um, I think that people have to realize that uh, people are always going to pay for fitness, right? Like, I, I think that's that's why you see, like, the best gyms, they made it through the crash in 2007, 2008, yeah. because no matter what, people are still going to spend money, right? They say that uh, the only things that are really kind of bulletproof in in a in an economic crisis is, like... Food, oil. Liquor, fucking strip clubs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, But it's those yeah. things. It's those things that people are... They're going to spend their money on, right? It depends on how much value that you create. Well, we talk about dopamine and all yeah, these, exactly. like... Adrenaline and all these things that are addictive hormonal releases, yeah. and yeah, so you think, getting drunk. You think, you think fucking drug dealers took a fucking hit during no. the economic yeah, crisis? No. Yeah. They made a killing. Yeah, <laughs> getting drunk, getting high, yeah. seeing naked women, and yeah. making yourself feel better through some kind of physical activity. It's yeah. gonna be, and there's gonna be the extremes, and then the the appearance look too. Yeah. So I agree with you 100. percent But that's the last question for today. So we will catch you guys on the next one. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.